so this year I believe will be close to, uh, I mean, projected revenues should be around 700K. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Andre Zinkovich. He's the founder of FullFunnel.io, an ABM and demand generation training for B2B companies with high ACV and long sales cycle. He leaves and breathes B2B marketing all the way since 2007 as the author of LinkedIn Content Marketing Book. Andre, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, thanks a lot for inviting me again. Happy to chat with you. You bet. So just to be clear, SaaS companies can hire you to help like, basically spin up SDR reps and close deals? Yes, that's correct. But, uh, but more precisely, to land enterprise deals. Enterprise. Okay, so what does enterprise mean? Above what ACV? Yeah, so five, six figures. Okay, interesting. Five, six figures. And um, are there any brands you can talk about that, you've, or that you're working with that are SaaS companies? Yeah, I mean, I can't reveal you know, existing customers because of NDA, but I can share some of the past clients, happy you know, to discuss like, specific use cases. But generally speaking, uh, ACV of our clients, we have two sub-segments. Uh, the one is uh, service-based companies that are selling high-ticket services, and average contract value is around 500K in between 500 to 1 million. And uh, when it comes to B2B tech companies, usually uh, their ACV is in between 100 and 200K. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. That makes sense. Now explain to me how the process works. If someone is listening right now that, that has one customer paying 200 grand a year, they don't want to hire 30 sales reps to do this. They want to rely on you to help sell more $200,000 a year contracts. What would that look like? Yeah, so uh, look, we have... Um, a very dedicated, like very specific methodology. And we usually uh, involve just two people, one marketer and one SDR to build ABM motion inside the organization. And why that way? Because other you know, team members are running different operations. Something, something works for them, something doesn't work. So the way how we usually start is we start with alignment where we involve executive sales and marketing and we start talking about the goals, the bottlenecks, the challenges they are currently facing and uh, where they want to be, right? Setting up the realistic uh, expectations. So the next step is we talk to sales and marketing, diving deeply into marketing and sales processes, campaigns that they have done in the past, how the prospecting process looks like, uh, how well they are satisfied with different you know, final stages and review these campaigns. The goal is not criticizing the teams, but basically understanding what can be done better, what should be fixed in their businesses. And based on our experience and based on our learnings, we create a customized plan for these uh, companies. Now, the next step is basically uh, launching pilot campaigns. One of the biggest mistakes I believe these companies are making if when they hear about new, you know, tactic, strategy, whatever it is, ABM, demand generation, they usually don't have skill set. But what they want to do is they want to launch a massive campaigns, you know, to impress executives and investors with the results. And usually these campaigns suck. Why? Because they are heavily dependent on 
automation, on software, on different things. But the truth is that they skip lots of fundamental things like marketing message, uh, talking to their customers to understand the buying process and how to influence the buying process, right? All of these things that are really, really important. So this is the way how we start uh, launching the campaigns. I honestly, so, so Andre, sorry, just to, just to jump in for a sec. So, uh, so when someone hires you to do this, how do they pay you? Yeah, so we usually have uh, like two options. Option number one is uh, payment per sprint or per project. So, so what? What? Why not like pay per SDR? Uh, never considered this option uh, for several reasons. Why? Because as I said, initially we start pilot campaign with just two people, one marketer and one SDR, right? And in this case, basically we'll make less money if we're considering, you know, your offering. So uh, our goal is to build the momentum and build the trust and get the results fast. Uh, when it comes to the results, we usually focus on some leading indicators, right? That can tell us that we have traction and we can uh, we can generate revenue with this campaign if we'll maintain it in the future. So the next stage is operationalization. And this is where we start bringing more people. So in this case, it might make sense to share or let's say offer the this pricing like you suggested. But in so, the so Andre, when you say, sorry, pay per project, what are, how much are we talking? How do you define what the project is? Yeah, so typical uh, project value is around 50K for our company. Okay, well, yeah, but no one's going to pay that unless they understand what it's for. So how do you define what the project is? So this is why I'm saying that initially we have a low ticket engagement, this marketing and sales alignment, right? And plus auditing and roadmapping. So it's a 2K activity. It's just transparent price. Uh, we have fixed price model. It's two weeks engagement. And based on this, we create a customized program. So every single company knows what exactly we are going to do. And how many of those companies are you working with today? With how many companies? Yeah, yeah, so we don't take, yeah, considering our capacity, we don't take more than eight clients. Uh, and whenever we have, a, let's say, empty space, so we just involve a new client. So in our case, for now, we are fully booked until the end of Q2 of the next year. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what does that mean? How much revenue will you guys do this year, you think? Uh, so this year, I believe, will be close to, uh, I mean, projected revenues should be around 700K. And what, what did you do last year? Last year, it was uh, when we chatted with you, it was 200. Yeah, that's really impressive growth. How many folks are now full-time on your team? So two full-time people, two part-time. Two. Okay, so four, So your team's smaller than last time. You had six yeah. last time. Yeah, because then at that time we were, we were working on some uh, SaaS project that we post just because we got traction with this uh, with this business and that's what why changed. We, what? How did you you know what? How did you start getting traction with this business? Did you change your pricing or your model or what? Uh, just basically the evolution. So we doubled down on demand generation last year, and especially in United States and Canada, got some really good traction and uh, basically the evolution of clients. So more challenging projects, more advanced clients. And I, I mentioned with your typical price, but with some of these clients, we have retainer, right? And that's diff different story. Uh, it's usually customized price. And so um, this is how we ended up where we are now. 
All right, as you guys know, I am hunting for a founder that I think is gonna grow to 100 million bucks in revenue with just them as the only full-time employee. How are they gonna get there? Well, they're gonna automate all their tasks. They're gonna hire contractors. They're gonna have an internal learning management system for all those contractors to have high, high, high output. And the question is, how will they do it? Now, I haven't found that founder yet, but I have found people who are close, including Netcore. They've bootstrapped to 95 million bucks of revenue and 12 million in profits, and they rely on this very unique tool called Rocket Lane. They use Rocket Lane to write playbooks, reuse those playbooks internally to grow net for things like how to do a webinar, how to do a live event, how to push code. They also use it to track, plan, and manage resources and time efficiently across all of their dozens and actually hundreds now of team members. And it's also a collaborative central space for you and your customers. So you can ask your customers feedback for, you know, mock-up feedback, have your design team edit, then get your customers feedback all in this one tool. Now, they listened to the show. They reached out. They said, Nathan, we think folks will love it. I said, you're right. Give me a great deal. They did. You guys can try the tool for free at nathanmaka.com forward slash rocket lane. That's nathanmaka.com forward slash R-O-C-K-E-T-L-A-N-E, rocket lane. Check it out today. Try it for free. Okay, this makes sense. So four people, 700,000 bucks in revenue this year. I mean, how do you service eight customers though with four people? I guess one marketer and one salesperson can work up with Uh eight clients at a time? Not exactly. So when it comes to consulting business, basically, uh, let's split this revenue. So uh, when it comes to this, uh, because we have three tiers of clients, right? Tier one clients, these are our consultant clients and we generate from consultant. If like, let's say, considering this 700, I believe uh, 500K more or less would come from consultant. Then we have uh, what we launched this year for our tier two clients. So basically for smaller team, teams, uh, so-called live boot camps. These are four, six weeks, you know, group uh, training programs on specific activity like ABM or demand generation. Uh, so we expect uh, 150K and uh, around 50K will come from on-demand courses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got it on demand. Okay, got it on demand. So people can these on demand courses. Do you put them in an LM at like a learning management system where people can pay to put their yeah, team members right. through it? Exactly. Okay. So you figured a way to sort of scale consulting in a high margin way. Yeah, exactly. And what we are planning to do just to scale our operations and basically diversify the revenue is uh, because we got lots. I mean, our profitability helps us to uh, accumulate some cash that we can uh, again invest in the SaaS product that we started to work last year, right? And we chat with you about this. So next year, we are going to basically double down on it. Um, double down if, if, if it will be validated, that if it will get traction. So that's that's the point and add a new line and slowly moving towards uh, SaaS business model from consulting. That's yeah, point. I mean, you're going the opposite way. You had a SaaS company at your agency, you shut it down because the agency started taking off, but you still have that DNA of a SaaS business. Do you think you'll ever sort of double down and refocus on that next year, 2023? Yeah, we hope to do the because I mean, while uh, what was our problem? We didn't dedicate enough time. And that's this, this is one of the biggest mistakes I realized we made last year. So we didn't dedicate enough time, you know, to basically generate traction for that SaaS product. And it also, you know, impacted the way how we communicated with the development team, etc. So now, based on the feedback, and of course, we feel market much better. And we speak with every single customer launched. Uh, as you know, we have our own community. We got lots of feedback how this SaaS product might look like. So we have much better idea what to sell. And 
more or less what we, what we are doing now, again, we are creating a better version of this new product. And until the end of the year, we want to have like first paying customers for the better. Of course, collecting the testimonials, the use cases, so we can, you know, release it next year and start scaling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that all makes sense. Well, we're certainly rooting for you. Now, you guys are still bootstrapped, right? Or have you raised capital? Yeah, we are bootstrapped. I love that. Any plans to raise or you want to stay bootstrapped? Um, at current point, we just prefer to be bootstrapped. All right, Andre, I love that. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite book? Favorite book? Um, if when it comes to business, it's 8 to 20, uh, Richard Cohen as well, 8 to 20 in sales and marketing by Perry Marshall. When it comes to nonfiction, I love um, the cyberpunk books by Neil Stevenson. So Number he, like, yeah, he's a crazy guy. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, so I loved, I told last year, I'm following you, I'm following Casey Graham from Crave. He's really a fantastic guy. So, but not that much. I must look if, if I must look following folks from my marketing space. We can call Chris Walker, for example, from Refine Labs. He is also CEO, but still he's B2B marketer. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Oh, good question. So <laughs> I would say probably something that is related to my marketing space. I love uh, new marketing automation software in charge. I switched from active campaign and this software is dope. I would say that they have a bright future. If they will continue to grow the product the right way, that would be a fantastic marketing automation software. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um <laughs> Good question. If I can, uh, can honestly just think about this. If I, if I can skip it, let's. let's we'll forward. skip it. Number uh, last one here. What's your situation? Married, single, kids? Yeah, it's married, two kids, two sons. And I think you're what thirty five now, right? Yeah. Very cool. That's last fun. question. Something you wish you knew when you were twenty. Ah. Uh, I recently wrote a post about 18 things I wished I'd learned when I was 20. But if if I would share just one thing, start the personal branding thing and building the audience as fast as possible and get and read from corporation world and start my own business as fast as possible. Guys, FullFunnel.io is an agency that helps you scale your sales and your outbound quickly. They did 200,000 bucks in revenue last year on track this year to more than triple that to 700,000 bucks in revenue and with a smaller team. So revenue per employee went up because they got more efficient. They're recording uh, their systems. They're putting in a learning management system, which you can pay to put your team members through, or you can pay FullFunnel directly to run that ABM and spin up that ABM campaign for you. Working with about eight customers right now, booked through Q1 of 2023. You can also listen to Andre or and his co-founder on September 1st in Austin, Texas. Texas at our event, Founder 500. We hope to see you guys there. And Andre, thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah, and thanks a lot for inviting us again. Super excited about your conference. And again, happy to chat with you.